Engaging People Through Visual Storytelling with Chris Ryan, Carlsbad, People, Purpose, and Impact, an essential podcast for those who live, work, visit, and play in Carlsbad. Good morning and welcome, everyone. My name is Brett Schonsenbach, and I am the president and CEO of the Carlsbad Chamber of Commerce, and I'm your host today. And I'm very excited to have with me today, Mr. Chris Ryan from Ryan Video Productions. Chris, thanks for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And um, you and I are both locals. It looks like you grew up in San Diego. I grew up in North County, but you were down in San Diego and uh, Claremont High, UCSD. <laughs> mm -hmm. But then you had some professional stops that were not local, uh, Cincinnati, Tucson. Tell us a little bit about your early part of your career. Well, I didn't really know exactly what I wanted to do after high school. So uh, I actually enrolled in a nursing program and was accepted, but didn't really have the money saved up for books and uniforms. So I thought, well, I, I, I was moonlighting at UCSD as a DJ, mm. like midnight to 3 a.m. Oh, golly. <laughs> Great shift. Yeah. But um, lots of listeners. After two years of doing that as kind of a, a volunteer, I thought, because they didn't pay their students. But uh, I thought, well, I'm going to just try radio. And uh, I started hanging out at radio stations here in San Diego. And, you know, it's really hard to get in. So I packed up a Volkswagen Beetle full of little mini audition tapes and a sleeping bag and some clothes. And I just started driving. And I was going to go from Tucson north through, you know, Arizona and Utah, Nevada and Colorado and just keep dropping tapes off wherever yeah. I go. And I ended up getting um, an offer in Tucson, and the station was like a freeform FM station, so mm. they played all the music I loved. Mm. So I stayed there and stayed there seven years, and then got a job in my hometown, which was like coming home, you know, nice. homecoming, and uh, did that for about 20 years, radio. And then after that, moved into marketing and advertising. And Very so nice. that took me around to different cities. Cincinnati was... Um, close to my family, close to my, my wife's family. So we sure. uh, moved there to, so that our family would grow up. My son would grow up near family. And that was when you were with the Dean Houston? Well, Dean Houston was how I ended my marketing career, but I had a few stops along the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's what kind of got you, that part of your journey got you into video. Is that correct? Well, that part of the journey got me paid for video. I yeah. was always hobbying with it. You know, uh, I would I would mess around and make videos with friends, and I'd be the guy at different events that would show up with the video cam, big giant video yeah. camera, camcorders. And, uh, people would say, "Put that thing away." Yeah. But um, you know, I would make little videos of vacations or different events, and then uh, with Dean Houston, they didn't have a videographer, but they did have a need to record videos of their clients, mm -hmm. and they had clients all around the world. So I had a chance to travel to Europe and Asia and, and create testimonials and brand videos for our clients, and I did that for about eleven years. Yeah, so you were doing that with Dean Houston for eleven years, but then. Four or five years ago-ish, you made the decision to leave that and whatever relative security that might have been and start your own firm, your own company, Ryan Video Productions. So why? Why leave that and do your own thing? Pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, being at this stage in my life, you know, I was in my late 50s and it's like, I've never been an entrepreneur yeah, you were, Brett, one of the first ones I sat down with, yeah. and, and it was kind of scary at the time because it was like 
you know, I got a mortgage. I need to pay the yeah. bills. There was no safety net, but I'd been doing video as a kind of a side hustle when I was working with Dean Houston because they couldn't give me a raise. Mm -hmm. So I thought, well, maybe they'll let me make a little extra money on the weekends. Mm -hmm. And so I, I was transparent with them. I said, I'd like to do this. Um, but it got to a point where I was, I was obviously focused more on my own gig mm -hmm. and, so we just made a decision to part ways and, uh, and I started with absolutely nothing, no clients, wow. no prospects, just like going to chamber events and yeah. networking like crazy. Well, that's awesome. I mean, it's, it's awesome. You made that leap and branched out all on your own. No safety net. That's always uh, an interesting journey, but, um, but here you are now, what has it been four or five years I've been dabbling as a side hustle probably for five years, but mm -hmm. on my own for three. Okay. Yeah. So now, you know, these years later and you're doing fantastic. I, I have to like book a project with you months in advance because your calendar is busy. It is busy. Yeah. I'm very grateful. I mean, I've got a lot of return customers, referral customers. So it's kind of like at that sweet spot where you start, I was telling people in a networking group yesterday, it's like, you know, when you're trying to like camping and you're starting a fire and you're, you get this little smoldering thing in this yeah. little pile of needles and you keep blowing on it and blowing on it and there's nothing happening, but then all of a sudden, poof. It ignites. And it's like, that's where it is right now. It's like, I've paid enough dues in establishing awareness that people are starting to say, oh yeah, I know that guy. Um, so yeah, I just feel super blessed. Plus SEO, people are finding the website. Yeah. So I'm getting a lot of jobs just from around the world, people that Google videographer San Diego, they find me. And we're going to talk about that in just a second. But your website and me knowing you since you started this journey, you talk about how you specialize in corporate storytelling. So walk us through your process that you take a company through as you're helping them to tell their own story. Yeah, good question. So having been in marketing and advertising for 20 years and then before that you know media it's it's all about communication it's all about knowing who your audience is and knowing what you need to say or can say that will kind of break through all the other clutter out there yeah. thousands of messages a day that we get all the social media all the stuff and and how can you make a direct connection with an ideal customer mm -hmm. and then be different than everybody else that they've heard the same thing from. Mm -hmm. um, I was just talking yesterday to a realtor who I'm doing a branding video with, and and you came from real estate. I did, yes. So you know, the main That's thing realtors say when they're talking with customers mm -hmm. is, well, I, I like to develop a relationship with my clients. Right. Of course, yeah. but that's, I don't think, enough of a differentiator in and of itself. That's like that's, saying um, we're, we're strong on customer service. Yeah, right. everybody says that. Everybody yeah. wants to say that. Yeah. And, you know, so a strong brand will have that, mm -hmm. but you may have to have a little more. So mm -hmm. that's where when I'm doing branding videos for customers, I try to peel back some of the other things that they're doing that are a little different from everybody else yeah. and try to get some testimonials or some, you know, real evidence, credible people saying, oh yeah, they're the best. I've been mm -hmm. using them three houses I bought through sure. so-and-so that kind of credibility, word of mouth testimonials are so strong. So yeah. my process is to try to get into the business and understand their culture and what really what makes them different in their competitive environment. 
Yeah. You just mentioned uh, a couple of, I mean, corporate use of video is growing exponentially Absolutely, right now, yeah, you know, yeah. and you mentioned a couple of specific types of it. You mentioned branding, you mentioned testimonials, um, but there's a ton of ways that businesses can um, use video to help them with all variety of processes. Share a few of those things that you've done, you know, different pockets of things like, I don't know, uh, product training videos or whatever. You've done a lot of stuff. Do you want me to talk about a specific, like a Carlsbad chamber member? Sure, sure. It's okay? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, I'm going to say good things, okay. so <laughs> they'll probably like it. But, you know, like being on the ambassador committee, mm -hmm. I'd go out to the ribbon cuttings. Yeah. And one of the ribbon cuttings was at Coastal, Coastal Animal Hospital in mm -hmm. Carlsbad. I introduced myself to Brian Evans, the owner, and um, he was new, but he had another store down in uh, Encinitas, another um, office. But he needed to tell his story about what made him unique, different. They have a next generation veterinary mm -hmm. practice. Yeah. He does laparoscopic surgery on dogs, which they do for humans, but doing a minimally invasive spaying on a dog is like, well, they're, they're in and out in a day. There's yeah. he instant healing. The dog is much more comfortable. So anyway, he wanted to tell the story of not only what made him different, but then also how they do this uh, laparoscopic surgery and how they do dental surgery, which mm. both are very different. And then he wanted to do video blogs. Mm. So we've been doing a monthly video blog. So that's yep. another thing. So social media is another place where yep. you can continually have content yeah. and talk about, you know, is CBD safe for my dog? It's a huge search mm. term. So let's create a video for that. Awesome. So anytime you can do a video that answers a question that's highly searchable online, that's a good thing. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah. And you mentioned that that SEO has been, um, you know, search engine optimization has been really good for you to get found as your business has continued to grow. I saw this statistic, 82% of all, this is kind of mind boggling, 82% of all consumer internet traffic will be online videos by 2022. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a staggering um, statistic to think about, but talk about the SEO value of videos and, and how that can help companies, you know, in getting their name out and word out. So two branches to uh, that question. One is the trend toward video and video learning. It, it's like the human brain is and, and just our need for instant gratification. And I want to learn what I need right now. You know, yeah. show me how to screw in this light bulb. Right. I'll look at a video before I'm going to read a how-to yeah. manual. And, so you know, true. now you get your products in the mail and the, there's used to be a user guide. Mm -hmm. Then there was a quick start guide. Mm -hmm. Now it's like a couple a of pictures with no language at all. Yeah. Or it's just a QR code exactly. that takes you to a video. To a video, exactly. So um, Google and the other search engines, their algorithms are also modifying to push more video so that when you do a Google search, you'll get not only maybe website answers to your question, but also video answers to your question. And then other types of third-party search, you know, like for me, for people that search, I need a videographer. You're going to find Yelp. You're going to find mm -hmm. Production Hub or Thumbtack or all these different directories where videographers list themselves. So that's been a part of my recipe for SEO is get my website on as many of these directories. Sure. But um, the search algorithms are just pushing video yeah. up all the time. 
Yeah, exactly. So then the question becomes, is all video equal? Can I just grab my smartphone and go do a little video and that's just as good as anything else? Or is there, um, and I, and I know there's a difference because I've worked with you for so long, but, uh, you know, is there, can there be a qualitative difference between how video is done? Well, qualitative and popularity are not necessarily in the same, I mean, you see TikTok videos of, yeah. of singing birds yeah. and they go millions, you know, sure. viral in a day. So quality for corporate video, yes. for business video your brand is associated with whatever you put out there, whether exactly. it's a good website or a nice brochure or a good mm-hmm. business card or a good video. So if a business is conscious of their brand and their mm-hmm. quality, and if they want to come across as being professional, then yeah, videos are not all the same. You could do a good video with an iPhone and people do it all the time, but uh, most people aren't comfortable in front of a camera. It's just not yeah. a human nature kind of thing right unless you're a total ham you know and some people are <laughs> yes but um some people why are you need looking a at me that help. way chris why are you looking at me like that no <laughs> but a good videographer should be able not only to pull the story out but also to get you to just relax and mm-hmm. breathe and and be yourself people right. know when you're being genuine yes and and that is i think the key to a good video for anybody whether it's a business or just a you know blogger yeah So the last uh, 18 months have been obviously quite unique in this uh, world we live in with, you know, the coronavirus having altered so many normal or disrupted so many normal uh, events or processes or meetings, gatherings, conferences, et cetera. So there's been this big move to virtual Mm -hmm. and to this uh, visual online engagement and so the video element, again, not all virtual events are equal, right? So there's um, there's a role to play for quality video production in your virtual event or whatever that might look like. Talk about the possibilities there as well. Uh, yeah, when the COVID shutdown started, I, you know, the phone didn't ring for about a month. So that was yeah. scary. But yeah. um, the, the phone began to ring and... The things that started bubbling up were things like, you know, how can we use video to supplement what we were going to do with this conference? We've got all these speakers in town. Mm -hmm. We want to send it out to the world. So uh, creating virtual content in real time, like streaming events, that became much more popular. Mm -hmm. And I've streamed weddings. I've streamed Mm -hmm. memorials. I'm going to be streaming a bar mitzvah next month. Never been to a bar mitzvah, so that'll be fun. Yeah. I've done virtual trade shows for a global audience where we actually had somebody watching in like the South Pole, but we had several hundred doctors watching from all around the world to find out how to do a particular type of medical technique. And we did it live in La Jolla and um, just on Zoom. So streaming is huge. And then- um, But I think though on that topic, streaming is huge, but in 2020, when everything first had to pivot, mm-hmm. um, if you had a certain event that normally had been in person and you converted it mm-hmm. to something on Zoom, people were like impressed and people were like, that's great. Good, you know, kudos, you know, thanks for doing that or whatever. Mm-hmm. In 2021, if you're still doing something virtual, there's an expectation of a, a higher production value, wouldn't you say? Uh, maybe. I think. 
interactivity is yeah. probably higher. Yes. You know, people don't just want to sit there and watch something without mm -hmm. being able to engage. Yeah. So the ability to have chat. So I've done a lot of uh, YouTube live streaming where, sure. you know, there's, there's a rolling dialogue of all these people that are watching the wedding and they're all wow. recorded talking about, oh, you look beautiful. Mm. Oh, it's such a great setting. Love to be there. Thank God for hotspots and 5G cellular mm. because, you know, yeah. I've had to do stuff where it's like I'm I'm down at La Jolla and they don't have any electricity oh, and wow. I'm having to stream live and all I've got is my phone. So <laughs> fingers and toes crossed. But um, another thing that, and we're doing this together for a client, but this happened about a year ago, is that um, people who used to do live events, uh, like say, for example, Daily Ranch every year, they would bring mm -hmm. the students of Escondido out for a virtual field trip and mm -hmm. they would do, or for a real field trip. Yep. And for a whole week, all, um, I think maybe fifth or sixth grade students would go to Daily Ranch and learn about geology, biology, horticulture, animals, all this stuff. The rangers and docents would talk about that Indian mm -hmm. culture. Last year, the Friends of Daily Ranch wrote a grant. They got money from SDG&E and the San Diego Foundation and Rotary. And we created a 21 video series mm -hmm. with all the rangers acting right. as teachers. Nice. And it was all just a very educational, interactive. Right. We made it fun. We kept in some of the mistakes. I mean, sure. these are school kids. They want yeah. to be entertained a little bit. Yeah. So that's great. Yeah, there's there's been more than just the uh, streaming. If if people are smart, there's a lot of good ways to use video as an yeah. educational and interactive tool. Very cool. Any other strengths of? I mean, you and I talk about this, but um, I mean, we, here we are on a podcast medium, which is a great storytelling medium. But video is almost the ultimate storytelling medium. It seems like uh, mm -hmm. you know. And um, any other great things that you want to leave? Because I have a couple other things I'm going to pivot to. Or mm -hmm. Mostly one other thing that I want to hit you with, but um, I don't want to miss anything on video. The other thing is off topic. Oh, lately. good. Okay, good. Yeah. Fun. We get a bonus round. Yeah. I, I would think, you know, there's a lot of people out there, whether you're a business or for whatever reason, you, you want to do video and you don't know how to get started. And yeah. you don't want to put something out there that makes you look dumb. Right. Everybody wants to look smart when they're yeah. out in the public or on, That's especially so if you're putting it out there online where it's like, it's going to live forever. Mm. Once it's out there, yep. you know, so working with an experienced videographer who can make you comfortable and help you tell the story with passion and genuine human emotion so that you can connect and be credible. Sometimes you need to call somebody to help. And yeah. so anybody that's shopping for videographers, just look at their website and do some research to find out, you know, there are some videographers that it's basically hit the record button. I'm recording you, you do your thing, whatever right. you need. Uh, other times you need somebody who's kind of a partner with you. Yeah. And so I think that's my, my advice to anybody. Yeah. That's great. And I think that in our relationship over the last few years, that's what I've seen. Your strength is helping us tell our own story better than even we could ourselves. So I appreciate that. And not just the projects that I've been able to do with you, but the ones I've seen you've done for other local nonprofits and organizations and other groups. So I appreciate that. But I did want to say that I was trolling your Facebook page a little bit and I <laughs> forgot, I had forgotten what a huge music fan you are. Oh, yeah. You are. <laughs> Big into music. Now, do you play anything? I play air guitar. <laughs> yeah. 
So you're like me. I come from this whole family of musicians, but all I play is an iPod or something. I know. You know? I, there's a sense of shame there, but I feel like oh, I could hold a conversation with any musician. In fact, I went to um, this restaurant down in Vista, Partake. They're starting yes. to do more live stuff, and they, it was a uh, open mic. Just uh, musicians could come and play. Yeah. And I went down there to write a script, but mm. I wanted to be inspired, get out of the house. So I sat there, and I had my beret on and my clothes, and I had my notebook and they thought I had music with me. Mm. So I'm sitting there doing my thing, listening to these guys play and they kept calling me up on stage. <laughs> it's like, I'm not a musician. I may look like one, but I love music. I, you know, having started in radio and having, mm. you know, like from a very young age, my earliest memories are about songs and about how that mm. tied into a memory in my life. So I love music. It inspires me. And if I can do video to help a band, which mm. this weekend I will be videotaping down at the Carlsbad Music Festival. Nice. I'm not getting paid for it. You know, yeah. I'm a sponsor just because I'm shooting video. Sure. But, but um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've got a couple videos that have gotten really high numbers of views. Just And it's so cool. I just was watching my, my phone this morning. I did a video for a band in town called The Steely Damned. Mm. And if you're searching Steely Dan online, they come up a lot because this, yeah. the names are so similar. Right. But uh, the comments on this one song, I can tell that they're people from all over the world because mm. sometimes they're they're Chinese characters. Sure. Or they're speaking really rough English. Yeah. So it's really gratifying to see the something reach. that you create. Yeah. That is music that you love is actually touching and inspiring people all around the world. All that's the that's world. a thrill. That's awesome. Well, I want to thank you for taking time to join me today mm -hmm. and coming to share your passion and your gifts. And uh, I appreciate all you do uh, for our organization. We're working on a couple big projects, mm -hmm. actually, uh, this coming month. And yep. so I appreciate that. And uh, so, yeah, thanks, thanks for being here. I appreciate you and the Chamber because that's how I started my business. And I'll yeah. give you a strong endorsement. If a business is wanting to get to know other business owners and, and grow the awareness within their business community, the Chamber of Commerce is a great way to go. Thank you for that, Chris. Appreciate it. Thanks for joining us on our Carlsbad People, Purpose, and Impact podcast today. If you enjoyed it, please hit the follow button on wherever you get your audio. And please tell a friend. We would love to hear your feedback, which you can share at carlsbadpodcast.com. You can leave us a review, ask a question, or leave an audio comment, which we can play on the show in the future. And that's all we have for today. Can't wait to see you next time on Carlsbad People, Purpose, and Impact. And remember, share some kindness today. It's free, creates goodwill, and makes you feel great. <laughs>